The views and opinions expressed on Nerds and Beer are solely those of the hosts and guests, who clearly know just enough to be dangerous. Please do not try this at home. Ezra Bridger here, recommending Joe and Craig, the nerds who like beer, to the nth degree. Have a good one, guys. May the force be with you. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Nerds and Beer. Uh, I believe this is our 12th episode. Is it? Is it not? Yep. Yeah. Lucky number 12. We've uh, 12. assembled, uh, I believe, what's being referred to as the Jedi Council for, for this episode. Um, as always, you have have me, Joe, here, or Crash, as I'm referred to. Um, we also have Senior McClunky. Um, and then yeah, I am he is here. Um, Cash, do you want to introduce yourself and our special guest? Yep, yep, I'm here. Uh, we're at the uh, the house of everything nerd right now. Uh, we're at my friend uh, Matt's, who uh, Matt is an avid Star Wars fan. Uh, he's a big nerd himself, which is always welcome on this podcast. Uh, Matt is one of the uh, Bothmans, actually, that brought the Death Star plans to the to the republic Ooh, many of us died. <laughs> yeah he, he was one of the, one of the few bosses so, that survived um, yeah yeah so we're in the presence of an of a legit war hero well, well, here. welcome welcome to the show man we're uh, glad to have you and thank you for those death star plans <laughs> yeah you're welcome uh yeah i appreciate it uh uh long time listener first time uh caller <laughs> <laughs> now, see, you can't start out with that great a comedy because we can't top that now. <laughs> yeah, and we're done. And we're <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, so what do you got going on, Joe? What's oh, been happening you know, up there? Nothing too exciting. Big weekend of basketball, which is kind of the, the norm up here. Um, I'm, I'm pretty much over my pomonia. My Eastern European Pomonia. Um, Triforce nice. is kicking around here somewhere, but I don't know if she's going to come in this week or not. Um, <laughs> I, I thought I heard the other day because I was on like uh, one of the free channels mm-hmm. that's on Roku. And I was looking at movies and shows that they listed for free. And they have the complete series oh, of The God. Nanny on there. Oh. <laughs> She she's always on here and she's like, oh, Miss oh, oh, Mr. Sheffield. <laughs> it's disturbing. I think we have more uh, nanny references than we do Star Wars anymore. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So, Matt, yeah. I'm going to open with a question here. Uh, being as you're yeah. an avid Star Wars enthusiast, which is your favorite of the Star Wars movies? And then which is your favorite Star Wars character? Uh well that's fairly easy to answer. Uh, uh, Empire Strikes Back. David Star Wars movie that was the first one I ever saw. I was uh, uh let's see that came out in 1980. I was four years old when that movie came out. I went to a drive-in and saw it. The uh the all the uh, uh bounty hunters scared the crap out of me. I remember when I was sitting on top of my parents' van watching it. I had to go inside and and. My mom had to help me go back to sleep. But uh, I do remember that. That's like one of my first memories, actually, is seeing The Empire Strikes Back as a, as a four-year-old. And that movie has been my favorite ever since. Um, I'll watch that a thousand times over pretty much 
every other one. Favorite character, nice. Boba Fett. Um, love the guy. Uh, I mean, there's so much mystery behind him. I know there's been a lot of stories, a lot of backstories and things like that uh, about him uh, between the books and and whatnot. But uh, regardless, Boba Fett's my favorite character. Uh, at least today. I mean, it changes from time to time, but right now, big, big, big fan of, uh, of Boba Fett, Mandalorians in general. Uh, well, let me let me uh, yeah, ask another question here. Sure. Are you excited or um, not so much about the potential for new Boba Fett content? Uh, meaning the fact, do you like changing, him changing in the himself. movies that he's in and that element of mystery, or are you looking forward to like uh, more evolving him, of his story? Yeah, I, I look forward to uh, uh, more um, more story behind Boba Fett. Uh, you know, I, I do like the mystery. You bring up a good point, actually. Um, I don't know. It's it's a it's a good good point to bring up because I do like the mystery behind him, which is kind of what makes him so special. But when you start like you know going to you know Christmas parties with him and stuff like that, it might be a little bit now. I read uh, another article that said that season two of the Mandalorian be out November, 2020. uh, And they were hinting that some of the past characters that we know are going to be in the next new season. Um, One of them forefront is Boba Fett because they already went to Tatooine. That would have been about the time that he probably escaped the Sarlacc pit. So what are your thoughts on that? Do you think that you would enjoy seeing, him interact with the Mandalorian? It all depends on how well it's done. I mean, you know, it, it could be great. It could ruin everything. But I have been very impressed with the way they've done the Mandalorian up to the point. So I think that they would they would do uh, justice to that sort of story. So I, I would be excited to see see them do that. I think it would be... It depends on whose hands it's in, you know? I think it would be kind of cool if it was something like kind of subtle. Like in the background, you see him, right. and you're like, "Wait, did I just see Boba Fett?" Because I mean, uh, if you if books, um, he was Boba Fett was crawled out of the Sarlacc pit. He was rescued by Dengar, another bounty hunter. Yep, and and taken by him and, and helped him out. And so I don't know, would it follow that same timeline, or would it was that canon? I can't remember. Or I just, think that was that was stuff that. Yeah, I think it. I think in that was in the book, so I think that that has been moved to the legend. Yeah, status, that's, hasn't it, Joe? That's not technically canon anymore, but um, I think Craig, you and I have talked about this in past episodes in the aftermath books, or it might have been uh, Senior McClunky, that they have those interludes yeah. where they refer to someone else um, actually having Boba's armor. Um, that has been somehow, you know, somehow it got out of the Sarlacc, whether it was off a corpse or whether Boba got out. But there's a new a new character that's wearing Boba's armor. And I think that would be kind of a cool angle to pursue if they have um, maybe the original Boba trying to retrieve or get get his armor back from this guy that now currently has it. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Is that... Uh... Jodo Cast was the name of the bounty hunter that kind of took on uh, Boba Fett's armor and started claiming bounties on Boba's. Uh, based this on guy Boba's was name. like a just like a Tatooine like citizen who wanted to become kind of like a sheriff, like a lawman, 
type character. So he's he's like wearing it and trying to, uh, in air quotes, clean up um, the Tatooine, you know, the area around Mos Eisley to, you know, bring law to it. Oh, okay. Do you remember what his name was, Brody? What, the one guy? Yeah, that. Nah. Come on, McClunky. Because <laughs> there was a lot of uh, people thinking, well, McClunky and I think you, Joe, were the ones that at the end of the, that episode of The Mandalorian on Tatooine, you thought that that's maybe yeah, that's who it what, was, that's right? What I was hoping, and, you know, maybe it will turn out to be that's who it was. Yeah, see, that's who, that's who I was hoping that it was because you just hear like the when it, when he's walking. Over you hear the you spurs, hear, like, the, yeah. You hear the spurs uh, that in the past yeah, have been associated with Boba. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see, but I think regardless, we uh, season two. Now, Matt, I really like the fact that when you talked about <laughs> Empire Strikes Back, you ta- talked about it being one of your first memories of going to the movies, uh, because I can relate to that. It wasn't Empire, but one of my very first memories of going to, in fact, it's the the first memory I can remember going to the movies is uh, going to see Star Wars A New Hope. And I, I actually choked on a popcorn kernel and threw up all over the people in front of me. So <laughs> we had to, we actually had to leave the theater and go home and I had to change because I had vomit all over me. And then we drove back to town and the Sioux Theater people let us back in for free because I had barfed everywhere. Do you do you remember at what yeah, point in the was, movie it, it was, was that you barfed? It was right when um, uh, on Tatooine, like before three. Remember three PO like fell and got all busted up. Yeah, it was right at that. Oh part. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so you were barely like, like right at the, the beginning. <laughs> they're lost in the desert after they jettisoned out of the the uh, yeah, star destroyer. I, I barfed everywhere. It was great. <laughs> I'm just so excited. <laughs> That's crazy, though. And you guys drove all the way out towards Brimley and then yeah. came all the way back in. Wow, that's you dedication. Got there before the movie was over, no, we like movie? we went we went home and I changed and we came back and like they they had another showing like right after, so we went to it the next time. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's. Did your parents give you popcorn? I do the second not time? remember that. I remember it was me and my dad <laughs> and my sister and my two cousins. Yeah, it was it was. was it free refills or? <laughs> I remember the people in front of us weren't too happy with me. Yeah, you know, when you throw <laughs> up on their neck, that's. I mean, I was just a wee tyke at the time, so it wasn't like you know copious amounts of vomit. But they were probably they were probably better fans than you. They probably stayed even yeah, with vomit. I, 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 I'd stay if somebody puked on me. <laughs> piss on this i paid money <laughs> that's right i had to take out a second mortgage yeah. to be here <laughs> oh god hey, that's Craig, you know what you know what we watched all right earlier. so we'll switch uh yes, pirates sir. of the caribbean <laughs> the third um one? let's see is it the third one or the fourth one at world's end the fourth at world's end is the third one Pirates of the Caribbean. We just Police Academy. <laughs> uh, yeah, we started watching Police oh, Academy no. the other day. <laughs> they have all those on uh, uh-huh. Hulu, and you can watch it, watch them free with ads. So it's like watching them on PBS. But it's <laughs> like, oh, is this you know, is this okay? Would it be okay for the kids? And we were on the first one, and I was like, yeah, it'll be fine. No, the first one's terrible. 
Yeah, and then we watched it. And I was like, no, oh, kids God. can't watch this. Yeah. Mandy tried to get me to watch Police Academy the other day. I'm like, I, I can't do it. I can't do this. Commandant, <laughs> sir. Moza. Remember, oh, uh, remember when the guy, I don't know what his name is, but the guy from Police Academy that did like the sound effects when he came to the casino up here? Jones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Jones is his name in the movie. Yeah, Michael Winslow. Michael Winslow. We saw him in Lake State. Yeah, yeah. He came to Lake State. Not related <laughs> to Carl Winslow from Family Matters, is it? Carl Winslow is Carl, a- Carl Winslow. He's he's a uh, Rocky's uh, opponent. He's he's a uh, right. Carl no. Well, Carl Winslow Wait. was on uh-huh. Family Matters, and he was also he's also a uh, a hero because he was there. Yeah, well, the cop, yeah, yeah. from Die Hard. Yeah, oh, he's yeah. a hero. I actually Real heard, I heard, Real life hero that found uh, Jeffrey Epstein too. Yeah, um, I wouldn't believe too that. Soon? <laughs> too soon, but um, <laughs> oh, you think Carl Withers? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah well, that was, uh, he's awesome too. Green Carga. Yeah, 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 because he's the dude from Mandalorian. Yeah, from yeah, Mandalorian, right? Yeah. From the Mandalorian. Yep. So there you go. The Brocky type yeah. uh, Star Wars. Nice. Six degrees of seven. Seven degrees. Um. So before we switch gears here, uh, what was your favorite one of the pirates? The I think so too. It wasn't right. really tied to anything, but I mean, it didn't really tie to the second or third one, but I thought it was phenomenal. Uh, yeah. Dad, why, why are you excluding the fourth one? Because the fourth one doesn't count. Triforce, uh, <laughs> Triforce is going to try to teach yourself how to uh, like prance like Johnny Depp does when he runs around in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> if she does, you better get a video of that. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, that's good. So, yeah, next you got the fourth one. Um, and then the fifth one wasn't bad. Fifth one was back to the original cast. I've only seen three. There's, there's five of them. Tim Burton isn't in any of them, right? No. He, the fourth one you would think he was, though. But the fourth one was horrible. It was Blackbeard. It was Blackbeard was the, the main villain. They brought back... Uh, Barbosa, he's on it. Well, I mean, you got to kind of watch it because of how the third one ended, it leads into the fourth one still. And then the fifth one, I think, is just, I, I think I've only seen the fifth one once. So, yeah, but it, it was good. I don't remember if it, like, you know, they lead into it with the fourth one or anything, but it was, it was decent. So, yeah. All right. So that's our uh, Johnny we'll Depp talk there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, does anybody know Johnny Depp's very first movie he was ever in? Uh, it wasn't was what's eating was it? No, that was a TV show. No, that was a show. First movie, uh, Edward Scissorhands. This is good trivia. No, um, <laughs> you got me. What is it? Oh, was it Crybaby? No. What was it? Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Really? The very first Nightmare on Elm Street movie it was his very first movie. Yep, number one. Was he one of the victims? Yes. He ended up getting sucked down into his bed, turned into a pile of 
blood and shot up on the Ugh. scene. It was awesome. <laughs> yes, check it out. Nightmare on Elm Street, first one. Wow, I didn't. I comes up underneath, pulls him down into his bed, and destroys them. Throws them up all over the room. Yeah. That's a that is, and, uh, right there. Since we're talking about horror movies, we should do a shout out to Paul Alfred because he's uh, always itching for us to talk about <laughs> horror movies. Yeah, Paul likes the horror oh. movies. Paul, nice. Hey, now, again, Paul. We have to have the disclaimer: we're talking about horror movies, not horror movies. Yeah, no, yeah, that's a whole movies. different genre. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We'll we'll have that on our nerds after beer, nerds and beer after dark. Be after You'll have to have to go to our Patreon page for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. So, switching gears here, let's go back to the Rise of Skywalker. Uh, it's been out for three weeks, what, three and weeks it is uh, quickly approaching uh, the one billion dollar threshold for uh, earnings worldwide. I think they're. Um, maybe 20 mil short right now. So in the next day or two, they should cross that. <laughs> so, um, with that being said, um, I did see that, uh, I looked up the other day when the DVD Blu-ray set would be coming out and they're projecting for, uh, nice. early April. Okay. So not too far away. You know, those things come out pretty quick now. Uh, Matt, you went opening night with us. Yes. Uh, how many times have you seen the film? Only once so far. Just once so far. But many times through in my mind. In your mind, replayed it. Uh, thoughts on it? I've, I've watched... Uh, so, initial thoughts on the movie. Uh, I, I loved it. I thought it was, it was great. Um, you know, I mean, so many things were... were a lot of answers. Um, there were a lot of new stuff. Stuff I didn't expect, honestly. Some surprises. Because I would... I made a point to not like get into any spoilers ahead of time. Um, so I wanted to make it all look just a fresh thing and come to it with, with no um, ideas ahead of time. I mean, you can't come to it with no ideas, but um, so I, I enjoyed the movie. A lot of uh, stuff afterwards that I've seen um, sounds like, I don't know there's a lot of Disney kind of bullying JJ Abramson around. Uh, and force him to do some things or take things out that uh, you know he didn't want to. I'm looking forward to seeing like the, a lot of the extra stuff that uh, was taken out of the movie that, as a you know that Disney made him take out. So, which uh, not to cut Matt off, yeah, no, but no, no. but they um, uh, Joe, what was the dude's name from Lost? Oh, uh, 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 oh crap! He played Charlie on Lost. Um... Come on, Joe. What's his name? Uh, oh, I can't come up with it right now. Uh, he was wasn't in, it like something? Uh, he was in Lord of the Rings too. Uh, oh God! And he was one of the Resistance. Uh, uh, you're killing uh, me, Smalls. Charlie from Lost. What is his yeah. name? <laughs> I want to say Dermot Mulroney, but that's not him. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, he he uh, he had commented and said that he was hoping that the the J.J. Abrams director's cut of the Rise of Skywalker would be released. So that he hinted that there was actually a director's mm. cut done. So whether or not that's true, we don't know. They haven't confirmed it yet. But because of the bad PR that the Rise of Skywalker was getting, 
for certain things in the storyline and whatnot, they they're he's saying that there's a director's cut out there. Whether or not that's true, I guess. Well, well there's usually always, you know, anytime cool. you have a movie come out that has a really strong or really well-known director, um, there usually either is a director's cut or there's a cry for the director's cut from the fans. So, you know, it doesn't really surprise yeah. me. And I think it would well, be kind of cool to see what, if there really was a difference in what J.J. had wanted and what the what the studio wanted, I think it'd be cool to see the director's cut. Well, I think a lot of that goes back to Lord of the Rings because then they released those super extended editions that were like yeah, six, six hours, hours instead of five. That, oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, and I think that always happens. I, uh, I'm i a fan of the DC comics, you know, Batman, Superman, things like that. So when the Justice League movie came out and I was so stoked about it and I was like researching it and reading every article I could, now my newsfeed is constantly updating and fans are like, we want the the director's cut because it's so much better. And I'm like, guys, this movie's like three years yeah. old. Get over it. <laughs> yeah, I'm currently. Like, it, it's it sucked. Get over it. The director's cut isn't going to yeah, make it better. Bad, no matter what. It's funny. I'm uh, I'm currently in the process of like weeding out all these sites that I had liked because they were, you know, having rumors or, or, you know, spoilers that were coming out before the movies came out. And now I'm trying to get them off my newsfeed because they're all just like trolls that are like spewing <laughs> yeah, on random like, sites. False news. And you're like, you're like, this is fake news. Yeah. I'm unfollowing. Like, dude, dude. <laughs> I saw you. I saw you after like the you went and saw the rise of Skywalker, and they were like bad mouthing it. And you're like, you're promoting fake news. Yeah, Don't follow this fake site, news, dude. You need to get out of your mom's basement. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Well, uh, Matt, any more thoughts on the rise of Skywalker? Uh, what was something that you didn't? Yeah, that's. I'm glad you jumped. That. I was going to ask him what was your favorite part, and then your least favorite part of the movie. I, you know, I, I really like uh, Palpatine's uh, part in the movie. I thought that was awesome. Um, I've been trying to figure out how uh, how it all works into the whole thing. Um, but seeing Palpatine back, and I've seen a lot of theories on how Palpatine, you know, was actually still alive. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, you know whether he was cloned or or the, the theory I like the most is that he became, you know, when, when uh, he was being thrown down the chute in Return of the Jedi, that he was somehow his, the, the force, he projected himself into Vader's helmet so that when that was removed, he was kind of kept alive within Vader's helmet, waiting for a host body. And so he was kind of manipulating uh, uh, Kylo the whole time while Kylo had Vader's mm, helmet. That's one I hadn't heard. That's pretty that's sweet. Pretty cool yeah, that's pretty I crazy. I think that's pretty awesome. I, I hope that that's the case. I don't know. You know, uh, be sweet. Uh, part I did not like about it, I uh, was not a big fan of the flying stormtroopers. Really? It was cool. It was cool. But I think it was just done to, it was kind of like like an afterthought, like, hey, oh. Hey, let's put these so I mean, stormtroopers. If you want to go into, I mean, we can talk about stormtroopers forever. There's so many different levels of stormtroopers. You know, they started out as as clones. You know, they're clones of of uh, Jango Fett. Jango Fett was the model for stormtroopers originally. So they were all born from Jango Fett. They're all clones of Jango Fett initially. Um, you know, over time, that 
changes, you know, as, as the, the whole cloning uh, operation shuts down and whatnot, and they start just taking people from planets, kids and whatnot, and turn them into stormtroopers, uh, put them in the stormtrooper program. I'm probably going off on a, a rant here. Oh, you're good. I apologize, you're good. but you're good. Um, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. Like I, uh, <laughs> I'm drinking to beer. touch on the flying stormtroopers. I didn't mind the fact that they had flying stormtroopers. The part that bothered me was that people were shocked about it. Like they're flying stormtroopers. Like for years we've seen characters yeah. with jetpacks in Star Wars, like Mandalorians or Boba Fett or Jango Fett, or like all these people that have jetpacks. Like why is it shocking that a stormtrooper would have a jetpack? Yeah. I think I think when it I comes, I'm just jealous. Honestly, I wish I could. <laughs> a lot of people love because uh, in the Poe Dameron comic, he uh, he already sees jet troopers, but then they make it seem like in the Rise of Skywalker, he's like surprised that they have jet troopers, and people were like, "Why is he surprised about that?" I'm like, "He's seen them before." And then there was just, yeah, that's what got people like, "What kind of a deal?" I think when it comes to stormtroopers and the Rise of Skywalker, though. Um, I think with The Last Jedi, people were really excited for the Executioner Troopers, and they were only in it in that brief scene where um, Finn and uh, Rose were going to get yeah. executed, yeah. And, and then the, the ship or planet was destroyed, um, or they attacked it. And I think the same thing with the Sith Troopers for this one. There was a lot of hype built behind yeah. them, and you saw like action figures, they made like Black Series figures. And and then they were only in it for like what five mm, minutes, if that. <laughs> so I think a lot of people get frustrated with that too, because I mean I like the Sith troopers, the all red armor. I think that's pretty sweet. Yeah, and they you, you, you can play Battlefront two on you know PS four or whatever, and they did the Rise of Skywalker edition that you could download now, and they make those troopers playable. But at the same time, it's just not enough. You know, you, you want to mm-hmm. move. So, I think I think that's some of the fans' frustration. What do you think about the uh, Victorian guards? All oh, from Rocky Horror Show. Yeah. Oh. Those guys are bad. Yeah. I I, I was just, I was uh, upset to see them all get cut down so easily. Yeah. Because those guys are tough as nails. Well, they're different. Uh, they all had like the same weapon, but it was like designed differently. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was pretty sweet. That was definitely the highlight of the last Jedi. Was that yeah. fight scene? Yes. I, you read I, I would say, yeah, that was a pretty amazing fight scene. Yeah. I would love to see those guys in a different element. See them just kicking ass. Yeah. I, I wish we got that kind of uh, fight scene in Rise of Skywalker, but with like Rey and Kylo maybe fighting the Knights of Ren, not just him fighting them and then just beating them so mm-hmm. easily. There you go, Knights of Ren versus. The That's what I was gonna guards. say. Let's get the Praetorian Guards versus the Knights of Ren, like two. Badass groups that got Holy cut shit. down way too easy. <laughs> yeah, but who would win that? Probably the knight. Brody says the knights are on that. God, I don't know. <laughs> I think I put I put my money on the priority cards. There was more. <laughs> They're at a standstill. They they don't go anywhere. They just keep fighting, and nobody wins. <laughs> Rock 'em sock 'em robots. Yes. <laughs> Who do you got on that, Joe? I'd say Praetorian Guards. There were, there were more of them, yeah. and they had cooler weapons that actually did stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Knights, of Ren, Knights of Ren just kind of like stood around and leered at people. Like, eh. 
Yeah, they didn't really do uh, anything. They just... we, do, we do find out something cool about them. So a comic book series cool. came out like almost a month ago called The Rise of mm-hmm. Kylo Ren. And we find out that the knights are actually, I believe, Force-sensitive. Like, they all have the Force in them. See, that's cool, but I wish... Give them some lightsabers, though, okay? If we're gonna gonna have Force-sensitive people, give them a friggin' lightsaber. And once again, this is why we keep Senior McClunky around. (laughs) All right, so... uh, Brody, uh, what was your favorite part of The Rise of Skywalker? Um, I don't know actually. I liked uh my favorite scene was the Han scene when uh Kylo, the memory of Han That's, in his head. That was pretty a uh, pretty amazing scene, I agree, McClunky. Just the fact that they like brought Harrison Ford back and didn't even like explain it or like nobody knew about it. No. It was Leia. Leia of course projected his image to, to Ben, ben yeah. to get him to turn. Yep, before she died. That would be pretty sweet too. It is. I mean, that's what I'm hearing. Oh, is that what you're hearing? Yeah, she first projected Han's image to Ben. There was, yeah, I, I have heard that. Like she, she used the Force to stir that memory. No. the same, like the same way Luke kind of did with him. Yeah, I could see that. Brody, what was your least favorite part? Oof. Um, I don't. There's a couple scenes. Uh. I didn't like um I don't know what it was. There was Lando trying to pick up the girl That's at the end of the movie. That's his daughter. That's his daughter. I just yep, threw that in. <laughs> Let's go find out in the back of the Millennium hey, Falcon. What have we here? My least favorite scene was probably <laughs> My least favorite scene was probably uh I don't know what it was actually. Yeah, um Oh, you know what it could have been? I I think it was the uh, maybe the beginning with uh, how fast the beginning went with him one second, Kylo one second fighting the Mustafarians to another second him just in his Tie Fighter, and it just kind of is like, what just happened? Yeah, they kind of they kind of sped that along to get us to Palpatine. Like I know they had a lot of ground to cover, but I wish they would have given us just a little more pre-story. I know. I know, and I wish we got to see a little bit more of Mustafar because, uh, because you only get in like that one scene. You just get the one scene at the beginning with the planet, and then you get, and then you just get the scene with him fighting, and then finding whatever the Wayfinder, and then the next second he's just in his Tie Fighter. Which there, people are saying there's a big plot hole with him and his Tie Fighter because uh, how could he jump to hyperspace in his Tie Fighter? Or either it had a hyperdrive in it, or I think his his tie, and I think the other ties have hyperdrives in them now too because if you remember the ones that are pursuing the falcon they follow them in hyperspace to those ties now is that uh a nod at rebels because didn't the ties and rebels um get the capability to go to light speed you are correct sir so that could be a nod towards rebels because obviously they're going to evolve that technology Mm -hmm. Can I jump so. through one of my least favorite things about the movie that, that McClunky brought up right there? And it's a small yeah, thing, but yeah, it bothers the piss out of me. That they're, they're Sith oh, yeah. Wayfinders. Like, oh, it's a Wayfinder. Why can't you just call them? It's a freaking <laughs> holocron. Like, how many times <laughs> have we seen holocrons? I know. They just called them Wayfinders, but I'm like, they look like It's holocron. a holocron. 
Yeah. Basically. Basically. Yeah, I don't know why they changed that. Uh, that's <laughs> Disney. Yeah. Oh, we can't. Because even when they, even when they did the the uh, Jedi Fallen Order video game, they're referred to as holocrons yeah. in the and game. And it's just like a tiny stupid thing that I mean, it means nothing in the grand scheme of things, but it just bothers me. And I noticed that just like yeah. I'm watching Force Awakens <laughs> right now, and C3PO has a red arm. Like, okay, that's stupid. Why is it even there? Yeah, because yeah, they never elaborate. I mean, on they it. do in a comic. I have a comic where they talk about his red right. arm, but 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 then there's no like nothing yeah, after that. You know just, what I mean? Like, come on. Yeah, I don't. It's probably one of those last minute decisions that JJ had. Hey, let's yeah, give let's, him a red arm. Got some paint laying around. <laughs> yeah, let's do this. Let's do this and not explain it at all. And all we'll make him buy a yeah. comic book. Make him. Uh, <laughs> Guys, can you see it? The dollar signs. <laughs> West side. Oh, what was that? I didn't hear it. West, oh, West side. C three P. I think he went, he went with you know. The, you know how he ended up with a red arm, Craig? Uh, wow. before, before the movie came out, JJ was like on the internet shopping, picking up some merch. And he ordered this C-3PO figure from this kind of bootleg site. And when it showed up, he, he got an extra figure that had a Luke Skywalker that looked like Ellen DeGeneres and a C-3PO <laughs> yeah. with a red arm. And he's like, hey, I got this C-3PO yeah. with a red arm. Let's use him in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. This doesn't look like 3PO. He's got a red arm. You know what? I like that I idea. Like it. And we're going to keep Ellen DeGeneres as Luke Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, that was so bad. <laughs> All right, so we'll start with Senior McClunky. Uh, based on what you've seen of the Rise of Skywalker, uh, what would you give it in a rating to ten, and where would it fit in your favorites from the Star Wars saga? Uh, I'd probably give it a seven out of ten. Okay. Uh, there was some stuff I didn't like about it, some stuff that. Uh, I did like in it, but some stuff that was just like, okay, this was very last minute. Um, it would probably be, I don't know where I would put it actually on my favorite to least favorite. It might be somewhat in the middle. Okay. So in the middle and a seven, it's about average. Okay. Matt, what do you got? Uh, on a scale of one to 10, seven being the highest. Uh, one to ten. <laughs> oh, one being high. One to ten, seven being the highest. <laughs> okay, okay. I give it a. I give it a nine. Yeah. I, 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 I thought it was a fantastic movie. I enjoyed myself, and lately I've been thinking, you know what? Quit criticizing everything. Just enjoy yourself. You're going to a movie. Somebody put a whole lot of time into making these movies. I can't do that. So. Who am I to criticize uh, somebody else's art? You know, they. I understand that he was under a lot of uh, a lot of weight from Disney to do this or that, and can do everything he wanted to. Um, I was very happy with the whole thing. I can't wait to see it again. I can't wait to see it many, many times. I loved it. I love Star Wars. Thumbs up. So, so where would you put this in the ranking of the all ranking? the films? I would tie it with Return of the Jedi and 
Mm, yeah, I, I'd tie it with Return of the Jedi. So, so Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, and uh, Rise of Skywalker. That's so he he ranked it pretty high. He ranked it. Yeah, high, that, like I was going to say that's almost mirror image of of what I said. I think I gave it. Did I give it a nine as well? Yeah, I think you were pretty high because Emily did a, a nine point eight. I think was well, what yeah, her, I mean, her final ended up. Loves it because it's got Kylo Ren making out with somebody. So yeah, or Raylo as she calls uh, it. Raylo. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, you you did rank it, it pretty nine, high, and I was I one. Put, I put Empire first, and then I think I was um, torn on whether Rise Jedi went next or Rise of Skywalker. So kudos, yeah. kudos to you, sir. I agree with your rankings. <laughs> <laughs> And I was hovering at the 7.5, and I think I put it like my, what, third or fourth yeah, least favorite it, movie of the movie? We're going from least favorite? Well, because he had asked me where what my least favorite was, and obviously my least favorites were probably Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. Although, have you watched the... Uh, yesterday I watched the uh, all the lightsaber duels for all movies. And one of the, the best is Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones. The arena scene. Yes. That is that is a good one. And that was probably what was my favorite part in Attack of the Clones. And, even and I get Menace. Well, Phantom Menace was good because, yeah, Darth Maul and the, the fight scene at the end. That but, was a great scene. I, I'd love to see Darth Maul yeah. way more. But, I mean, you could take any of the, the fight scenes and be like, oh, those are amazing, but it's the story themselves, you know? And I get, like, Attack of the Clones, they had to establish the love story to build on it and stuff, but it just felt like the chemistry between Hayden Christensen and Natalie Portman just wasn't working for me. And, you know, it, it is, if you take it at face value, it's very good, but it was very awkward at points. Oh, oh yeah, just because of all the... Uh background like it wasn't real yeah well i mean in real life my love with my wife is really awkward damn it you made me do that joke i was gonna say very awkward at points kind of describes (laughs) (laughs) but again i mean they've always been pushing the limits on uh the technology and, and making things work so i mean at that time although it turns out a little bit awkward i mean they were they were pushing the limits on, you know, Lucasfilm yeah. stuff that they created in 1977. I mean, it's it's just a, a work in progress, always has been. But uh, I will say, like, The Rise of Skywalker, and I said this in my review, too, and Joe, I'm sure you remember this, that visually, I think it's one of the best Star Wars movies mm-hmm. we've seen. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know? And I even saw that it was, like, nominated for several awards just based on, like, the cine- cinematic Cinemagraphics, cinematics. cinematics. <laughs> I, I can't even talk now. Cinemagraphics. No more chords yeah. for you. <laughs> so, <laughs> you hoser. it was uh, it, it was one of the best ones though visually that we've seen. So I think there there was uh, very similar to Solo, and me and Matt were talking before oh, we God. started the podcast and the bad rep that Solo got. And if you go into it and you just enjoy it for what it is, again, enjoy the damn yeah. movie. it's it's a really good Solo, movie. Solo is an amazing movie. It just had such I a bad it. rap because of the the back feed from all the the Last Jedi hate. You know, 
Yeah. And all the trolls, all the yep. trolls that live in their mom's basement just ruined that what could have been a great movie. Yeah. And then it was because they switched directors to like what they switched from these two comedy guys. I don't remember. And then they got Harley Ron. Brothers. This <laughs> <laughs> is gonna be like a Dumb and Dumber, yeah. like Harry and Lloyd in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> talking, uh, talking about Solo. Did you see? Um, oh, I can't pronounce the guy's name. The the new Chewbacca, you know, Junis, whatever his name is. Um, yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's campaigning to get Alden Ehrenreich back as Solo, whether it's uh guest appearance on Mandalorian or whether it's a Disney plus series or a cameo and something he wants to reunite as uh, Han and Chewie with him. I think that would be pretty I sweet. Think it'd be, I think it'd be really cool. And, you know, there's a lot of opportunities you could do it. You know, you could fit it into the Mandalorian. You could fit it into, um, you could fit into the Obi-Wan series. You know, you could fit it into the Cassian Andor series. You know, there's, yeah, there was something. There was something I heard floating around too. There was something I heard floating around with. Uh, I think it was Ron Howard wanting to. Uh, he was asking Disney for uh, Solo too. They should. That was a good movie. I think it would be yeah, even uh, good to have the young Lando back in there too because he was really a bright spot mm-hmm. in that movie. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm I'm actually kind of surprised that Disney didn't. Uh, like jump on that and be like, hey, we're gonna do like a Lando Chronicles. I I bet we'll eventually see something like that. They're just gonna let it they're gonna let it cool its heels for a while before they, you know, before they put it out there. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I don't know, and we talked about this before when the prequels came out, Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith, it was met with much criticism and people didn't like it. And then here it is, you know, 2020 and fans praise those. And they're like, they're, they're like, Oh, it was really good and stuff. But I think we're going to see that with solo too. I think it was made well before it's prime. I think in like five years from now, people are going to be like, Hey, that was a really yeah. good movie. Yeah. So I can see that. I love that. I still, I still am not a fan of the story of Attack of the Clones though. Yeah, I just I I think it's that chemistry. Mean? I think it's that chemistry that killed it for me. What is it you don't like about it? Like it's just so, like just the, okay. The movie, the, the story the itself story. is good. Okay, so the story is good. I'm sorry, the, the chemistry so between the, like the scene with the Anakin and, and uh, Padme in the field. Is that the <laughs> yeah, and like him cutting the the peach or the apple or whatever, and then floating. Oh, it to don't her. tell me you didn't <laughs> act that out with Rhea. Don't tell me. Oh, Come on. <laughs> I didn't act that out. I tried to, and it, it just it, it just ended up well, as soon as it as soon as it hit Rhea's face, she just picked it up and threw it back at me. Uh, and I was like, that's not how Anakin does that it. Sentence back to yourself in your head and just just regret it. <laughs> 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 and thus the story how Craig uh, lost an eye. Actually, I was just uh, you know yesterday I was watching uh, all the, uh, the best lightsaber battles, and there's a couple great ones in Attack of the Clones. I mean, that's yeah. it's got some good ones. I mean, dang, well, you got the the Yoda slices uh, Dooku's head off right that's in front of amazing. the Emperor. Yeah. Oh, you talking about Yeah. yeah. 
No, that's, that's that scene that's where he scissors scissors. Dooku's head. That is just badass. I know. And then yeah, the Emperor's like good. <laughs> now this uh, this harkens back to a conversation that me and Triforce had earlier today. I'm lobbying for um, re-editing of all the Star Wars movies, and any time that there's a lightsaber duel, they need to play Duel of the Fates, that song that's in Phantom Menace. I think that needs to be just a yes. the, the theme for lightsaber battles. I agree. Yeah. That is fantastic. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I think we should we should have a segment now where one of us sings for the entire segment. Because I seem to be we'll start with we'll start with McClunky. Okay, Brody, sing us a song. <laughs> He's just staring at oh, me. Hey, okay, you ready? You ready for me to blow your mind? Okay, this yeah, is this is the debate of the week at the McLean House. Okay, now sing okay. me the first. You don't have to sing it; you can just speak it. What are the first two lines of the uh, the song Bingo? You know, the kids' song. There was a farmer. Uh, just repeat those to me. For what? For the, I'm the sorry. Kids' song Bingo. Mm-hmm. I had a dog and dun, dun, dun. Bingo was <laughs> his name. There was a farmer who had a dog and Bingo was his name. Okay. Was Bingo yeah. the dog's name or the farmer's name? Ooh. Bingo was the dog's Prove name. It. Farmer's fucking name Bingo. Sorry. Far- <laughs> you can you can drop that bomb. It's fine. There was a farmer who yeah, had okay. a dog Bingo was his name. It could very easily refer to the farmer as well. Yeah. Yeah, the farmers. Maybe they were both. There you go. Farmers Bingo. There you go. Ooh. McClunky's onto it. They could both be Bingo. Yeah. It could be. He's smart. He's earning yeah. his keep. Yeah. There's that a glimpse crazy. into the sad yeah. world that I live in. That's what I debate in my head. <laughs> Man, you just like you just blew my mind. I, I like we have to end this because I'm just gonna go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> so, all right. Well, that covers our uh, roundtable discussion for Rise of Skywalker. I know, I've, I've heard a rumor that there may be a beer review finally that we've been waiting for. There is. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, and uh, yeah that's pretty much what it boils down to and then we're going to come back and uh, our special guest matt is going to give us a beer review matt what are you going to review today for us uh even though i don't have one handy uh recently i've been drinking a lot of hams and uh in my opinion the best beer out there it's from the land of sky blue waters all right so you gotta stop there because we we don't want to give it away for the review man So we're going to take a quick break. Uh, the nerds have to go check in with their moms. And uh, we're going to be right back, right, though, okay? All right, after these messages. We'll be right yeah. back. <laughs> you have a collect call from... Darth Vader. All right, we're back. Nerds and beer. Uh, we're here with uh, Joe... AKA Crash, myself, Cash. We got Senor McClunky. And then our very special guest this evening is Matt, who again was one of the Bothan spies who survived bringing the Death Star plans back. Uh, I appreciate you uh, uh, focusing on that. 
Uh, so right now I'm going to uh, review a, uh, a beer. Oh, yes, the beer review. Ready yeah, this, this is the long-awaited right? beer review. You know, cash has kind of fallen on the wayside of the beer review. So Matt, and we, we are cool slacking because then I was like, I'm not reviewing this. I'm gonna come to Matt's. We are we are glad that Matt <laughs> has picked up the torch. All right. Well, here we go. Right, well, here yeah, I'm gonna run a marathon. Ladies and gentlemen, further ado, here's Matt's review. <laughs> All right. So uh good day. Uh I'm gonna review right now actually a beer that I don't even have in hand. Um, right now I'm drinking a Coors Light, but what I would like to review is hams. Uh, I don't know if everybody out there has had a hams, but if you haven't, you should reach for a hams because it's beer refreshing. It's from the uh, land of sky blue waters. It's got a great taste. Um, it's got a great aftertaste, uh, great body. Uh, it's one of the, it's on the cheaper side, so it's not going to break the bank. Um, I would highly recommend it. Uh, matter of fact, I'm working with hams right now to try to become a uh, distributor for hams and uh, promote their product in stores. Now, I so, am which uh, I am a wait. I wait. am a person who, in my life, has eaten a lot of ham, but I have never had a hams beer. Is it a? You're, you're going to have to educate me. Is it a? Is it a light beer? Is it a dark beer? Are we talking heavy? Yeah. No, it's, it's a light beer. It's it's brewed by the. Uh, it used to be its own brewing company. However, they were uh, kind of uh, taken over by the Coors Miller uh, Brewing Company out of okay. Milwaukee. They were originally out of uh, um, Minneapolis, the land of sky blue waters. Um, so they've yeah they've they've been absorbed and redistributed, uh, but it still holds the same uh, fantastic flavor and feel that they that they always did they've made a good point to keep it th keep things true to the original uh just just go out and do your fish do yourself a favor and get some hams i will uh i will i will go out and pick some up on your uh on your recommendation now i don't know if you're familiar with how our rating system goes you know we've got a it's a six pack rating system you know one one beer being the least and a, a full six pack being the, the highest rating. What would you give it on a scale of a, a one to six? <laughs> one is like swine. It's like this. <laughs> Pork soda. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I'll give it a, a as far as uh, there's so many different scales. Uh, if, if you're, if we're grading it on a, uh, Affordable, cheap, light beer scale. I'm going to give right it a on. six. Right on. All right. So it's the top of the line when it comes to if you're if you're basing it on you know uh, Coors Miller, you know all that stuff. It's it's a six. So would you say Hams is more of the champagne of beers instead of Miller High Life? Absolutely, Miller High Life is. <laughs> That'd be a five. That's, <laughs> pretty, uh, that's a pretty steady rating, man. I'm I'm gonna have to check it out. And and uh, I, you know, I might have to snap a picture of this shirt because I'm wearing uh, a fam sweatshirt. Yeah, right he is. He is. I'm selling it. I'm selling it. He's not only the spokesman; he's a client. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like wearing and rocking this hoodie with like the logo and stuff. So I might have to take a picture of this. Post on to, the Facebook yeah, page, I'm gonna so. have to say our disclaimer that we used to. You know, we are not corporate shills, but you know, if the shoe fits, it fits. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll, I'll take a picture of him standing next to his big uh, 
uh, poster here of Han Solo frozen in cold. Sorry, I misspoke. Hey, it's like you saying, it's like you saying, Han and Leah. Hey, it is interchangeable, man. <laughs> I think I said JJ uh, Abraham. Abraham, we all misspeak. We're not perfect here on Nerds and Beer. We don't try no, to but be perfect. Perfect. Since you made fun of me when I leave here, I'm going to go punch Triforce just for that. <laughs> She she wrote you pretty uh, hard about that. that hey, Leah, Leah, Leah. <laughs> that I'm was just pretty mad because I don't support uh, Ben and Ray's sucking face. <laughs> Raylo, so lame. <laughs> oh, <you died>. <laughs> <laughs> Nerds and beer. We're for the kids. Yeah, for the kids. It's all for the children. <laughs> So, all right. Uh, do we have anything else for the greater That's good? That's all I got, my friends. I'm the only one rated a beer. You guys got a beer to rate? No, you just did our one beer review. We oh, only did one. Yeah, 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 you did it. All right. You saved me for another month. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you got anything no, else? No, uh, just uh, I think next week we'll, you know, we've been pretty Star Wars heavy the last couple weeks. Um, leading up to rise of skywalker uh, not that we won't still have a star wars segment next week but i think we'll maybe uh delve back into the marvel and dc universe there's some cool stuff happening there so maybe next week we'll hit on that a yeah. bit yeah we'll hit on that um i think we should also uh indiana jones <laughs> indiana jones dude process. we can always talk indiana jones i am down with the clown yeah i think i think we got uh I some lots of stuff <laughs> next time we'll... Ghostbusters too. oh Ghostbusters yeah because that new looks badass out. too yeah, it does look really good and I, I did see um, look at this Matt's already starting conversations here um, I read a review that the trailer did not hint at the movie at all like they showed probably like the first part of the movie but the original cast is supposed to be mm-hmm. back there with the exception of- hey do you know uh, who's going to be one of the stars in the new movie though Craig uh, one Paul of the kids Rudd from Stranger Things. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I did you gotta see watch that. that show, man. You gotta well, give it a chance. It's in, uh, good. Oh, the new adaptation of it. Yeah, the, the I don't. I, I didn't see that. Uh, Madison, we it could was... get Maddie in on that. Oh my God, she's a she's an it freak. No, that's one of Joe's other daughters. <laughs> my my eight year old daughter picked up my book. I've got the full Stephen King. Uh, original adaptation of it. It's like a thousand some uh-huh. pages long, and my eight year old picked it up and started nice. reading it. Like, yeah, I was like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are all these words? <laughs> you shouldn't read it. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll have to talk about that. And uh, yeah. God, there's just so much good I stuff know. right now. Jeez. Like, where do we even start? Like, we're episode 12. Getting started. And I feel like we could, like, plan our next, like, 10 episodes Nerd-topia, at least. Man. We could do Nerd. a whole, a whole, a whole talk just on the movie Strange Brew. Yeah, and Strange Brew would be a good one to talk about. Kids in the Hall. Kids in the Hall. SNL. Just so many things. So many things. All right, well, I feel like we've uh, wrapped this up. Yeah, I think we've uh, the the horse is just about dead for this week, man. 
I think so. I think we covered some good stuff. We got some good insight. I want to say thank you to our special guests, uh, Senior McClunky, and then Matt, the spokesperson for Hands. Yeah, thank you to both of you guys. It was uh, good to have you on. And again, for all our listeners out there, we appreciate you listening each week. Uh, and just remember, each time that you listen to Nerds with and Beer, uh, Fairy gets yeah. her wings. And uh, as so I always say, make sure you uh, make sure you share this with your friends. Share the nerd goodness, and if you haven't, go back and check our back episodes. That's right. Sharing is caring. Uh, you know what? Even if you don't like us and what we say, then share us with your enemies. Because what about a way to get back at them? <laughs> Keep your enemies closer. That's right. All right. So from all of us here at Nerds and Beer, we want to thank you again. And uh, cheers. Watch for Tim Burton peeking in your windows. Uh, Tim Burton. Oh, he's right there. <laughs> See him. All right. All right. Until next time. Bye-bye. That kid is back on the escalator again. Leave it alone. What? High five.